Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. The following program contains names, places, and events that have been anonymized or fictionalized for the purposes of protection and safety. The following program is provided for entertainment purposes only, and any commentary from the hosts are strictly conjecture and should not be held as making any definitive statements about the truth or identity of any particular individuals or circumstances. If you or a loved one are involved in an abusive relationship, please call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233 for support. Okay. Are you ready, Hannah? I am so ready. For part two? Part two. Part two. So when we left off, Sophia was at home and she just discovered that she's being surveilled. Like she's got surveillance people on her, right? There's literally people sitting in a car just minding her business. They're just a little, a couple of Mackenzie's that this guy has said, by the way, the FBI is watching you. Uh, that sucks, which is, it does. But is it true? We'll find out. I guess we'll see. Crazy story. Let's just go. So the thing about that is like, before this happened, I I lived my life. I wasn't afraid to live my life. I had a lot of friends. I went out a lot. I took my daughter out. Sorry, it's like, I, um, I just did things. I just lived. Yeah. And this, like, was the beginning of me not living. Right. Because when he said that they were watching everything, I wasn't afraid of, like, me because there's, there's nothing to watch. Right. But I have friends who smoke pot. Like, whatever. In 2018, it was illegal. Yes. Okay. So that totally right. makes sense. So I stopped talking to anybody and everybody who may even might bring up anything that has to do with the time they were drunk high doing anything right so i stopped having people over because people are following me i stopped talking to people on the phone because i'm tapping your phones want to protect them i would never want to be responsible for them getting in trouble for something because of me so i the only person that was left to talk to is him yeah he isolated you right yeah now he lives there and so he's coming home every day and he's like, it's almost over. It's almost over. Like, I just have to clear up a few things with whoever. I'm thinking, like, what is it there to clear up? So what happened after the surveillance? I'm a shell of a human being now. I, I'm, like, clearly terrified. I've, like, lost all this weight. Like, I just look, like, gone. Like, just not, you know. I imagine you were so stressed. I became, like, completely unhinged. And the thing about that is, like, the more unhinged I became or like the more physical pain or mental pain or emotional pain I was in, the more joy Brian found out of it. Or he clearly derived from people's misery and fear. Was he creating this situation so that he could, like he created this horrible situation so that he could be your hero? He doesn't see me. Okay. He doesn't see me. Yeah. yeah. Well, that didn't really turn out 
well, in his end, because what ended up happening was I did end up calling to the DA and they wouldn't let me talk to the DA because I'm not like the Queen of England. I don't think I'm so important. I'm going to call and DEA is going to talk to me. But hell, if you've got an FBI and DEA investigation on me, someone better talk to me. Right. So wouldn't, they, wouldn't they want to talk to me? This guy's like, who are you? Yeah, they're like, who are you? I think you could just call the, the DA. And I'm like, who am I? I'm the girl under investigation for drugs. Come get me your gold. You've got people outside my like, house. Like, you want to. Yeah. Okay. So and then they were like, like no, we don't. Am I like. And they have no idea who I am. They're like, lady, you're not going to talk to the DA, but <laughs> we don't know who you are. Yeah. You don't have an investigation. We've never even heard of you. And I'm like, what? 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 They're probably like, you're paranoid. Like, what are you talking? Like, they probably think you're nuts. At first, I'm just like really relieved. Like, oh, okay, thank God. They're- they're not investigating me, but then I'm because at this point I think I am a drug trafficker because like <laughs> I'm under so you've much been gaslighted. And I'm like, Ooh, we just got that one out of the way, but it's like got one out of the way. I didn't do anything, right? So after that, that whole shock wears off, I'm kind of like, wait, but then who are those people in my parking lot? Like, what what's going on? And so he goes home, and I tell him what what happened, and he tells me. They're lying. They're just saying that because they don't want me to know about the continued investigation. Which makes sense. That's what I would think he would say. It's like they can't tell you. They're they wouldn't want to put you off. Like I understand. Looking back now, this sounds ridiculous. Like why did I ever believe some line of bullshit like that for so long? I do not know. I do not know. All I can say is the only thing that kept running through my mind is he doesn't drink. Yeah. He doesn't do drugs. Wow. And he has a job. And he's nice to me. He works in a police department. I need help right now because I'm maybe under investigation. No, I get it. I right. totally get it. Oh my gosh, you poor thing. Yeah. And he's trying really hard to fight my name. And he's telling me what's going on because he cares about me. And here I am trying to go behind his back and call the DA. And now he's upset because he could lose his job. And how could I do this to him? And like, cue the whole bad girlfriend speech. Oh, my blah, Lord. Blah, 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 blah. So, like, now I'm relieved. And now I'm like, oh, wait, now I'm not relieved. You're mad at me because I'm a bad girlfriend. Yeah. And, you know, everything was like very fast and very subtle at the same time. Cause these people don't come out and they're not like, you know, I mean, maybe they are like marry me week two, but they're not like <laughs> you're under investigation, you know, date one. Yeah. They, they kind of like gain your trust. So when did things start to unravel? Well, I would say they unraveled like right at week two. But well, in the Target parking lot. <laughs> he took me to the police department. They have this thing. Police officers who are going to, is the word graduate? The, the one income police officers. Okay, from the academy. They'll have friends and family who are invited to essentially drink. I know what you're talking about. You get drunk and you get drunk at different levels. Yeah. And then they have to test. In practice, yeah, I've kind of like I saw this on TikTok, and I was like, I kind of want to do it. <laughs> yeah, because then they like test and the I breathalyzer, <laughs> right? So I went in. Um, you weren't supposed to drink ahead of time, but I was nervous, so I did. <laughs> you pre-gamed the yeah, I pre-gamed the DWI at the police department. Sure did. Oh Jesus! But they didn't give you a test going in; <laughs> it's just going out. <laughs> it was like a really weird scheduled party every hour they would give you a beer uh, and then write it down like how many you had and they had each 
each person like was at a different level of like, and they don't know. So when they try to test, they have right. to like. And I was a real wild card because they really didn't know. <laughs> so funny. So we go to DWI night. I'm drunk. I'm sitting next to this girl. She's super nice. We're talking. All of a sudden, she turns to me and she goes, you do know Bryce's not a cop, right? And I'm like, yep. Just like that. Yep. Like, I'm not a girl who makes a scene. I'm sorry. I just don't. But what I gather from her and other people that night is he does work for the police department, right? But he's, he's not a cop. What is he, the janitor? He had a very essential role. So he did like community engagement and things in school, stuff like that. He did like dare, you know, dare. Yeah. Anyone who is in the police department has an essential role in the police department. Right. And I guess like that was the whole point throughout this whole story is like you could have told me the truth and I would have never thought any different. In fact, I might have thought you were even more cool because you weren't a cop because you had this other role that was like in, you know what I mean? Was she a cop or was she like one of the wives or what? It's like one of his administrative co-workers. She didn't seem to have seated. Oh, so, so he was in she, administration. Well, she must, have, she must have felt the need to like clarify that for some reason. So he had everybody in on like, just say I'm a cop. She was like, I just want to be sure you knew because he tells everybody that he is. Okay. Suddenly I want to drink like three beers for every one that we got going on. And um, I get through the night and he's there like the whole time. So I just had a hand like normal. Did you say like, hey, uh, somebody told me you weren't a cop or whatever? Yeah. So the thing about him is like, okay, so you confront someone with a lie. And usually what happens is you get one, two reactions. They're like, yeah, I lied. Mm-hmm. Or they're like, what's wrong with you? Right. I didn't do that. Gaslight. He's just like, nope. He was calmly like, no, that's not true. Bye. Moving on. Yeah. Okay, weird. All right, but you probably are like... I mean, maybe feel stupid to say anything else because like... Yeah, and you want to believe... You don't want to believe that he's lying. So you're like, oh, okay, good. How many times can I say when someone else told me you weren't? When he's just like, well, I am. Yeah, he probably is like, I don't have anything to prove I'm a cop. Do you want to see my badge? Do you want to see my debt? Do you want to see my debt? Debt, 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 He's got them all. But this girl has no reason to lie to me. So I keep pushing him on it and he keeps showing me new like evidence, like bringing me to meet his quote unquote partner, like his police partner. He specifically took her to meet me at a Starbucks and it wasn't like you could misconstrue what it is you were meeting me for or like who it is you were pretending to be in his life. She was his partner as a police officer meeting me as his girlfriend. Like all of these things added up. He was, he was building that. Hold, hold on. Hold, time out. Offside. Student players on the And field. she did work. She was a police officer. I have questions. He has a woman who's, he had her involved saying, I'm going to tell this lie that you're my partner. Go along with it. He got so many people to lie. So then we go into, we go into therapy. We're in couples therapy now. And he finally admits that he's on a cop, right? He'll come to couples therapy and he'll say, no, I'm not a cop. That's why I'll be like, that's why we're here. Because he's lying about being a cop. Next therapy session, he's late. You want to know why? He's at a crime scene. Oh my gosh. I was at a crime scene. It was really busy. There was an active shooter. Is your what? therapist like losing it? I don't think she knew whether I was lying or he was lying. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting point. Would I be crazy? It sounded like he was pacifying me. 
But then coming up with legit reasons for being late, this is like a common theme that I find with women in abusive situations or stalking situations is that we're often seen as overdramatic or like just like crazed. Yeah, yeah absolutely. of course. Paranoid. Yeah. So to this day, I'm not really sure if the therapist thought I was nuts or he was, but this is how it went on for the longest time. Just these ad- admissions followed by something outrageous. And I would go home and I would be like, why would you just say that? Why did you just say that? And he would write me these things that were like, I don't know. I can't control myself. I don't know why I lie. I love you so much. You're my whole life. I would die without you. I just don't know what I'm doing. I have to go to a crime scene. Oh my goodness. And I'm living in this world that's just like so full of insanity that I'm just like. And to, and let's, right, let's so. remind, you're still under quote unquote investigation, being watched at your house, working from home, raising a child. It just is enough to keep you off your balance all the time. And another thing that would happen is when he would go to work, he would work from 5.30 in the morning. He's not coming home until like sometimes 2, 3 in the morning because he's at crime scene doing important Superman things. And so this goes on. This is past the time where I know he's not a cop. So while he'd be doing that, and all of a sudden, like the, the, the door would start like not shaking. Someone would be trying to break into my house. <laughs> Somebody would be like banging on the door. Literally rattling the door, trying to break into my house. And naturally, being a single mom, that's being anybody, it's terrifying. Terrifying. It's so, I'd call him. Right. And I would be like, somebody's, somebody's trying to get in my door. And he, he would come home early, early from work and chase these would be assailants away, which I would say, this nonsense, unless I saw him actually chase one all around my apartment. You, you saw him chasing a friend who's a cop. Yep. Yep. What? Didn't catch him though. Oh, uh, of course not. So now I'm afraid. So he's making you even more dependent on him. Yeah. This sounds like Kyle. This sounds like Kyle. I was going to say, this is another guest had a similar Go thing. listen to episodes five and six, the two party. So what happened next? Uh, I started getting this feeling like he was watching me, which kind of was like, of course, I feel like he's watching me because he made me feel paranoid, like uh, the gaslighting, you know? But what ended up happening was that Brian's watch went off one day and I was just sitting next next to it or some, something. I don't know what it was. And, and a message came out and it was a conversation that I was having. Like, it was my conversation. <laughs> Coming to Brian. If this makes any sense, I'm having a conversation with Sarah and he's somehow sending a conversation to Brian about the conversation I'm having word for word with Sarah. And I don't know how this is. And then he takes the watch. Just like, right? So, like, yeah. And no other words are said because he's, because he doesn't explain himself, just moves on. So that happened. And so now I'm kind of like, hmm. Why does you know, I, and we're getting into fights about it on and off, on and off. Is he a cop? Is he not a cop? Is there an investigation? Is there not an investigation? Are you watching me or are you not watching me? And he's, he's not watching me. So, you know, the thing started kind of like piling up. And then eventually it became very clear on things that he would say to me that like he knew what, what, what I was doing or something I had said to someone else. And then he'd like bring up a conversation that like, I hadn't had with him, but like, yeah, I'd had. Yeah. So, giving Kyle. So, I'm already like, I'm out the door pretty much. Like, I'm like, 
ready to go. Okay. And he, I mentioned off the cuff that I really wanted a dog. Oh. So for Christmas, doesn't he buy me a dog? Of course. Oh, boy. The dog I want and the dog I love. First dog I've ever had in my life. It was a puppy and her name was Bellini. So oh. I fell in love. And I lived there, first of all. He moved in with me. Yeah. So, like, even if I wanted to leave, where was I going to go? So the dog is like, I wanted to mention her. She's like, no reason why. Mm-hmm. A lot of people ask me, like, why did you stay? Why did you stay? I loved her to death and he used her. Absolutely. Like, he used everybody. She was a way to keep me in. Through everything that happened, if I would get mad, he'd throw her in the car, he'd drive away. Like, if he was mad at me, if I made him oh, mad. Oh, my God. So I didn't make him mad. I didn't want to make him mad. So now you're just like, I need to appease this person in order to protect this dog, right. in order to protect myself. I go to the mall. I'm trying to figure things out. What am I going to do? And I go to the Apple store. And I'm like, there's something happening that I can't explain. The guy basically said, like, if, if, you're, if you're not really sure what's going on, but you, but you're finding things, and you think that maybe one way, one good way to just like knock it all off is to like reset. is to change your iCloud password, right? Right, because like there's multiple ways in which she could have gotten into my account. I believe it was through the Apple Watch. I think it definitely had something to do with the watch. Him giving me is is how. Is how it started. Yeah. But I just, I don't know like the, the intricate details of it all. But he said one way is to like change the iCloud password. Right. And at the time, like I said, I didn't know anything about the iCloud. So I was like, my what? Okay. I'll change my iCloud password. So I did. What he didn't tell me was that there's something about the watch that like you can change your iCloud password, but something like if you don't like change something else about the watch, the, the messages will still come in. Oh. I don't really understand like the mechanics of it. No, but I, it's whatever, whichever way it was, even though I changed everything, it blocked out all the other devices. Cause some of the watches, like you can either have it just be connected to your iCloud or you can pay extra to have it connected to your cellular. So he could have had it connected. And your this is 2018. Plan. So I don't know what it was. No, he probably had it connected to your phone plan too. So yeah. that even if it's not connected to your iMessage iCloud, it's still connected to like it would have been his phone plan too. That's how, okay. If you were on the same phone plan. No, we weren't. Oh, okay. We were, but I guess what you're saying is like my watch probably was. Yeah, on his. I was not, but he, it sounds like, because I didn't know that there was a watch bill. Tech people, tune it, like write in and let us know your thoughts. But also he could have your location through that watch. Like he could have yeah. set it up so that he could track your device location, which I imagine he could So. That happens. The Apple man helps me really well. And then he forgets about the watch bar. And I don't have any idea about the watch bar. And so then I get a text from Brian that says something about like, we're coming home from the mall. And I'm like, wait a wait a minute. I literally just did what the Apple man said. So I don't understand how he knows I'm at the mall. Yeah. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. 
LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. And so I'm like, what am I going to do? Like, what are you going to do? Like, you need to just, this needs to end. Like, you need to find a way to like turn this situation around. Because I have been in the worst of situations and I have turned them around. Whatever, I'm still here. I survived, right? So I need to find a way and use my brain to get out of this situation yeah. somehow. And if I can, I need to take this motherfucker down with me. So I was like, if he can read my messages, take advantage of it. Well, then, hey, he can read my messages. So I was like, start like, dee, 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 dee. like, I'm talking to who? The FBI. And I'm just like, about our meeting regarding Brian's like future p- pending ar- arrest, whatever. I mean, it sound official. And I was like, I'm available to meet in the next 15 minutes. Do you think that would be a good time? And then my friend, whoever answers, like, I think that would be fine. Wait, so you get your friend, your witness statement. So you have your friend set up to be pretend, pretend FBI so that he can read these conversations. And now you're dogfish. Okay, keep going. Oh, yeah, I'm going to take him down by the one method he got me for. Okay, go, 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 go. I'm listening. So I'm like, yeah, it would be, we need to go over your witness statement, all the evidence that you have, the internal investigation that's going on, the police department. So that we can like make a final list of the charges so that we can arrest him. And I'm like, all right, that sounds okay. Can you just make sure that da, 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 da. I'm like saying all this stuff that's like, you know, d- yes, which yes. had to be a police officer oh and how he like, get this, stealing police cars and pulling people over in them. Oh. And you know this. Wait, what? He did that? Mm-hmm. How do you steal a police yeah. car? Actually, you just drive right in and get one. Well, he, he did it with the car. So what happened after the tech, after the pretend texting with the pretend FBI? I meet my FBI friend, aka myself, in the food court, and uh, I come home. And everything's gone. <gasps> TV ripped right off the wall. Just like bye bye. Wait, just everything's gone. All, all of your stuff. Well, uh, no, his stuff. Oh, his stuff. And Blaney, yeah. Woo! All gone. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. Because he was going to do that to hurt me the most. But, um, so you came home and everything is gone of hands? That guy was gift? Whoa. I was just like, I just like looked around. Like, were you happy? Like, did I finally just do this? Like, got rid of him? Yeah. Did I really just punk him at his own show? And he's like, so scared that he's running. Like, he's the America's most haunted. I put the fear of God into him, I guess. So then he's on the run. He's hiding. We didn't know where he was. Right. And at this point, the police were looking for him. He wasn't coming into work because he works at the police department. He just skipped out on work at the police department? Mm-hmm. I don't know where he was. I'll never know where he was or like the exact like details. All I know is that on my birthday, I get a knock on the door and I'm like, don't want to answer my door ever again because I don't know what's going on. I'm served with restraining order papers restraining order and i'm like 
For what? Who are you restraining me from? And um, it was against him. So then what? Did you go to court and say, um, so harassment in the second degree is what the restraining order was based on? They're just giving you a temporary order of restraint. Restraint, but like to me, it's it's a big enough deal to me. Yeah, of course. I mean, I'm not the one who needs a restraining order, and that's where I start like trying to fight my case to show his stalking, computer tampering, and pretending to be a police officer stuff. I had to make my own case file. Like this is the case file. Oh, I had to make my own case. Oh my god, that's giant. Yeah, I know. Oh my god. She had this giant manila folder filled with like papers, like post-it notes. And yeah, these are like dates and events. That's giant, like a novel. Oh, I don't know if you can see it or not. Yeah, you have so much on him. So I'm calling the police department the first time I called 911. They labeled me an emotionally disturbed person. So what that means is essentially uh, emotionally disturbed person was like AKA for... She's unhinged. If she calls, don't take it seriously. Yeah. You know? Terrifying. I don't care if my freaking house is on fire and my head was cut off. I was just overreacting. Yeah. And they knew him so he could get in there and tell them what he wanted. I was trying to write reports through the state, through the county, through anything. And they had the state troopers telling me to drop my accusations against Brian. Or they were going to cancel calls that I made. And they did. And I, and I called. I reported them. I made a formal complaint against them. I know their names. I have the DR numbers. I have all the information because I did the whole investigation myself. So I did a lot of complaining. And I was probably paying a lot of people's asses. But I really don't care because ultimately, I mean, that's their job. Yeah, of course. And yeah. I would call. They would cancel. I would make a report. They would rip it off. I would have to call someone else to come out make a report. And you're still afraid of his involvement in whether he's talking to you, whether he's... Well, yeah. Well, so he's, like, too. missing in, until this restraining order comes out. Okay, so you're... And then... Ooh. Against me. Yeah. So how long after how long after he was missing did the restraining order come? He went missing on the 10th. The restraining order came on the 18th. Oh, well, we... Okay, go ahead. At that point, we had to hire a lawyer. He ended up being arrested for eavesdropping, which is a felony, criminal impersonation of a public servant, which is a misdemeanor, who finally said, okay, we need to arrest this guy. Like, we need to stop protecting him. Like, how did that, how did it come from, oh, we're going to protect this guy. He's our friend. Yeah, he's a real Oh, I just started shouting, 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 shouting. I wouldn't shut up. So finally, someone listened and they arrested him. They didn't have a choice. The police department did not have a choice anymore because I just wasn't going to shut up. So after they arrested him, what happened? So he finally gets arrested and then the local papers pick up the story and they start digging up more things. That's when I start like finding out about just way more stuff. So it turns out the entire time that he said he was working, he was actually just sitting, um, watching everything I did in real time. So every phone call, every text message, every email, every, every exchange, he'd be like in the parking lot across the street or like he'd be. You know, I don't know, a bird came, whatever. Sometimes he was in my parking lot. Do we know if he had other victims? Yes. How did we? Well, so this is the part about the paper. Yeah. There was a club that hired him because he's a police officer, be their security guard. And he was, he was catching women, like, I don't know, smoking pot or something. 
and uh, sexually assaulted. Don't them. say it. Oh boy. Oh, that's my awful. God. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. So when he wasn't stalking me, he was, he was sexually assaulting them and yielding. Made his me feel like power. Guilty. I mean, I felt guilty in like eight thousand different ways. Of course, you did. Obviously, I didn't. I knew that he worked for this club. And then when I found out he wasn't a cop, it became even more confusing because I'm like, how did he have this job? So when your story came out of the paper, th- did these women come forward because of it? Uh, well, what happened with the paper is I gave them the information as far as like, you had. He is dangerous. He should not be on the street. He should not ha- be able to have a firearm and he should not have a job yes. with the police department at all. Ever again. So, like, me being that I only know my own experience, I don't even know about these other women. He goes back, the reporter goes back and finds another report against him. Yeah. From one of them. And this time it's for sexual assault or in prison. prison. I don't remember. Both in prison. But he basically held someone against their will, like, in a place. Against their will. Wow. Sort of like he held me against my will in my own apartment for I don't know how long. Yeah. He learned to not be so direct. And instead, he did it with me more indirect. Yeah, he so like created. He, he's learning his craft the whole way. Wow. Right? Because like, he's getting off and he's getting off and he's getting off and nobody's making you accountable for anything. Because nope. these girls are just crazy. They're just on drugs. They don't know anything. So... It, it just pans out that, like, there's this whole history of stuff that like, people have all been And they're all covering it up. I am so... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, covering up all along the way. The IV gets rid of my evidence that was supposed to be used in his criminal case against him. Everything I gave them, they got rid of. I never saw it again. I have an email that's like, I need that information. You said you were going to help me if I gave you my evidence. That's all I have, which wasn't true. But... I, I knew enough to like hold half right. the cards in my hand, but I like, would not give it back. And I had like stuffy inside, like handcuffs he had stolen. I like physical, physical stuff. Oh my God. And I get whatever. I get that it was like police department evidence. I wasn't asking to have it back so I could play. I was just like, can you at least write my, uh, my credibility? Yeah. No. Nothing. I arrested him for show because they didn't have a choice. Yeah. Then they let him out the back door so he could resign. Yep. And and take um, face and get a pension. Oh my gosh. He doesn't get, I think he had like something like $500 bail, maybe not even. $100. I was told he had a much larger bail than he did because I didn't understand the way that bail worked as far Pro-lateral, as lateral. Like, yeah. Yeah. I didn't. I, so, so basically he like, you know, paid $10 in Pasco. So he was out and he had Bellini and I was just terrified. All the time. Because this guy had been gaslighting me. And at this point, he was still stalking me. So I go to get a restraining order. The judge did not believe me. He said, if somebody were doing all these things and impersonating police, they would have been arrested by now. So obviously, that's not happening. And why would anybody want to stalk you? <gasps> the judge said <laughs> that. that was- yeah, they all did. Everybody did. Yeah. Why would? Why do you think anybody would want to stalk you? I'm so sorry. Oh, that pisses me off so bad. 
Because that was the lucky winner? I mean, what do you think? I, Especially I, since you have so much information and evidence to support mm-hmm. what you've been through, and they just write you off. The things about stalking is like, I'd rather be shot. Because if you get shot, there's a beginning and there's an end. Mm-hmm. Nobody asks you if you're bleeding, why you're bleeding. Why do you think you got shot? Did you really get shot? Is that, yep. are you sure that's really going on? Or is it yep. in your head? People just work to fix you. That's the end. When Stocky's <sighs> very like, well, was that in your head? Did that really happen? Are you sure? Oh, yeah. Stalking really needs like more awareness. that it re- um, And more laws because stalking is such a, stalking is so like, I, when we were talking about this the other day, Hannah, like, there's is, a it, Supreme is, Court it ille- is it illegal to drive by someone's house and see if your boyfriend's there? Like, wh- when is it stalking? When is, Where's when the, is line? the line? People always ask, why didn't you come forward? And it's because of, experiences like this people don't mm-hmm. believe right i'm sure people we're gonna get a lot of dms of people who have been denied or made to seem crazy or discredited and i am hugging everybody so then what so we don't know what happened to, did he plead or anything or did he get convicted so what happened is that the attorney for the da's office she said it's up to you but this is our situation he's on these charges and we can go to court, uh, go to trial. And the problem with going to trial is that he had been systematically going and threatening the women, like, or having other people threaten them. And they were kind of falling off, like, one by one. Not falling off, like, like, being like, I don't want to be involved. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they had less than stellar histories. You know, they were caught, they were caught doing something they were supposed to, which in by no means gives anybody the right to do anything to you but that's why they were going to be discredited they were going to be discredited exactly so she pointed that out to me and she said i'm not saying that you shouldn't i'm just telling you like the reality and i understood going through what i had already gone through that i was lucky i had gotten as far as i had because and only because i had the financial means the education that's how i got as far as i did and i don't think these other girls would have gotten a chance And so she said, the other option is that we can let him plead and take everything off the board except for computer tampering. And in return, all of the girls who he sexually assaulted, any of them and all of them, will be able to receive a restraining order against him, no questions asked. So. What? Yeah. So. The justice that I had been seeking for so long, I worked so hard for it. And in the end, the question was, they allowed the women to have a restraining order. Right. And it wasn't a question to me. And I felt like, you know, justice takes a lot of different forms. And I was obsessed with one form for a long time. And I realized that there are other forms. And sometimes they come in the form of like letting other women have a peace of mind that they're okay. So I did let him plead. And he left his job with a full pension and everything aesthetic. But these girls did get restraining orders. Um, Which is good, but it's not enough. So did I, obviously. But, you know, it was hard. Uh, There was no closure in it, really. Like, I tried to find closure in the fact that these girls were given the opportunity to 
you know, hopefully live their lives and not, not be terrorized. Like I was, you know, for our, how, I don't know how long, what I can say is that I also got a restraining order and didn't leave my house for five years. So I don't know. No, it's hopefully like, we didn't live like that, but there's a huge difference between like justice in the sense of law enforcement, justice in the moral sense, and then healing. And I don't, I hate that they are not usually aligned. I'm so sorry that all this happened to you because it must have been so frustrating, like telling your story and then nobody believes you and you have to explain yourself over and over. Through all of that, what are your thoughts about law enforcement now? And do you have a bad taste in your mouth about all law enforcement officers or like what, where are you at now with, as far as your respect? Just the legal system too. Yeah. But I think that there are people within these groups, police officers, the legal system that just like any job, take advantage of the power that they're given. Absolutely. Or rewrite the narrative in their own eyes. And then use that narrative, you know, with the power that they're given. So, and then I think that there are people who are just trying to do the right thing and either get mowed over by the legal system, by what they're not allowed to do or what they are allowed to do, or they prevail. I think that's so true. Obviously, there are many people who get into politics, law enforcement, security, any of those things for very good intentions. And then they're are others that I think the power. But it just sucks because like that must still like, oh, there's just, it feels like there's just no. Oh, you want to know what he does now? Who? Brian. Oh, Brian. Yeah. Yeah. What's going on? What's the end of this story? (laughs) He is a parole officer. That man was given a. If you could see my face right now. (laughs) Yeah. He was given like, a step up from where he was. I'm just blown. Yeah. Like whatever. Go ahead. So Brian, you'll, get, you'll get yours, Brian. You'll get yours. Can I just say that I have to say this because I will be remiss if I don't, I do not have faith in this system. And I am so angry about this system. And I'm so angry about men like him because I do not think he will get what he deserves. Yeah. And I do not think that people will hold him accountable. And I, hate that you and all of the women he affected have to just be the ones that are actually dealing with it. I think so many people like him don't even have to live with what they did, whether it's because they're a narcissist and they don't have that kind of processing or because they don't even process it that way. There are so many abusers who do not even know that they abused people. I'm not saying this case, but I, it's just, we do not live in a world that is just in this case. I'm living I think that people who live that way, okay, so they may live a certain way and they may do what they want and they may ruin people's lives, but I don't think they have any peace in their life on their own. No, no. Yeah. I want to believe that. That's why they're doing what they're doing. So where are you now as far as like your trust in people, your dating, like what, where, how do you, how do you um, navigate that now? Um, So I I didn't for a very, very long time. So what happened is that, um, it's so strange because um, I was asked to be to talk to you guys on the podcast, and thank you for coming on. Yeah, I mean it, the whole thing like it's very weird how it all happened because I was thinking I'm mean, gonna have to dive back into all this information that I like worked so hard to forget because I'm very good at compartment compartmentalizing things and forgetting them, and so I dove back in, you know, like head first and. I came out of the other side, like 
and the whole thing was really cathartic because I was a, I was able to see things for what they were. And all those things that were going on with the trees falling on me and not being able to see the forest because of all the trees, like it all, it all came to me. Like, this is what happened. Like, this was not my fault. This could like literally happen to anybody. And I, I could not have foreseen this. There's nothing I did. I didn't do anything to make someone want to stalk me. No matter how many times people ask me that. And they did. I didn't do anything. You know, no, like this person in, wanted to prey on someone, preyed on other people, knew what they were doing, professional dogfish, not police officer, not professional yep. in that sense. But like, I'm, it's nice to hear that because I was, I was, I just hope that you, whatever you have to do now to protect yourself and to heal, like I, it makes, I mean, I'm sorry that you're having to dig all this up. I'm so grateful that you're sharing this story. The whole thing, like, it changed my whole, it's so weird because, like, it's only been, what, two weeks? It's changed my whole outlook on life and, like, just that I've realized so much about this, that, like, the stalking and everything was one one trauma, but, like, what was really the trauma was everything that happened after it with the justice system. Uh And I had decided at one point, like, I was going to give, I was going to give dating a chance, like, like a, Mm -hmm. like a sort of a sort of chance but what I realized was that my best friend who'd been there for me the whole time we've known each other for like 10 years um he we started dating (gasps) yeah and it was great because like it's uh does he drink or do drugs (laughs) yes he's a meth head no I just (laughs) (laughs) Um, he solid he he just like does no, he's just like a person. I mean, like, yeah, he he drinks. He's a healthy. Drink. He has a healthy. You know, we're drunk right now. We're Stop just, it. Yeah. <laughs> we have a healthy relationship. No, he's just with like it. a normal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. He just like he thinks about me. Like, he'll ask like how my day was, or like he got me flowers for like this today. Oh, he's just a guy. He's just nice, and I just like it's nice to have like something that's easy. Yeah, but you're no. happy. Yeah. Please keep us posted. We're so happy for you. That's, that's, uh, that's really, I'm really glad to hear that. Incredible hearing your story. Is there anything that final thoughts you might want to leave us with? Um, I guess just like that, like one thing that I learned the most is just to trust my intuition and that no one should ever determine your worth or compromise your boundaries Mm -hmm. or define who you are. The minute you're doing that, you're, you're headed down a path that like, you may not come out of. Yep, absolutely. So, listen to the dating detectives. If you need a sign to, yes. to trust yourself. Yes. Thank you so much, Sophia. You are so amazing. We You're amazing. Keep us updated because we'd love to hear yeah. like your update with your relationship. And we're so yeah. excited to hear about that positive thing in your life. All right. Thank you. All right. Talk to you later, Sophia. Bye. Girl, I am so relieved that there's like some <laughs> uh, happy ending there. Like, are you kidding me? Can I can't, I don't even know where to start. I know where. Can I, so you said, so your husband has a law enforcement background. I didn't know about this whole emotionally disturbed person thing. I don't like that. I just don't like that she was labeled that right, right off the bat. I don't like it. Invalidating somebody based on... Yeah one person's assessment of their whether or not they're emotionally disturbed or not 
rubs me the wrong way. And so we're recording this outro a little later. Molly, our producer, did some research. And that is something that one has been used a lot, apparently systemically, to invalidate people coming forward. And also there are people really working on changing that system of assessing somebody in terms of whether they're emotionally disturbed. Also the way that it's even labeled. It's just, it's not nice. I don't like it. Well, I wonder also if a little bit of that had to do with the fact that he's worked in the police department or whatever, and they know him. And so they wanted to invalidate her story to protect him. I wonder how much of that, not saying that the invalidation doesn't exist because I know that it does. Like immediately you see this woman who's, you know, dealing with these things and all of a sudden she's over dramatic and she's, you know, whatever. But I feel like him working for the police didn't help her case at all. I got mad. I got heated in this episode. Yeah. Not at anyone. I got heated at the world. Well, that's what I love about you. It's your empathy. That's what, that's what, I mean, that's, you're so empathetic and I love your heart for that. You too. You too. I hope that we create a place where we can be a little fiery about things that aren't right, but also with um, a little pink sprinkled in. That's what the Dating Detectives (laughs) is trying to be. (laughs) A lot of pink. If you guys have any stories like this that you want to share, or if you know somebody who's going through this, or if you're going through this or experience this, please email us all the details at investigate at datingdetectivepod.com. We want to hear from you and we would love to share your story. If anyone has ever been hacked through their Apple Watch, let us know. know. I feel like we should say, because a lot of people were commenting after last week, oh my God, I have an Apple Watch. I have to throw it out. I was like, are you guys all getting together and like burning your Apple watches? Because that, I don't know that that's the lengths <laughs> we need to take, but it's good to be wary of technology as a way for people to get information about you. Let's just make it a rule of thumb. If somebody gives you a technology device, especially if it's not in the original packaging, give it back. We take it to the Apple, <laughs> Apple store or that, or that. We just, we, we just get it. We get it checked. We get it checked out. And we don't give anyone our password to iCloud. Shout out to our guest. Thank you so much for coming on. Your perseverance is amazing. And I think that a lot of people can connect to the trauma fog that she was in and how she got through it. I agree. She had a great sense of humor. And I think that that's really great that she came out of that. So, Well, Mackenzie, another week. Make sure you follow us on our socials, um, TikTok and Instagram at Dating Detectives Podcast. Um, Stay connected with us there. We want to hear from you and we want to keep the conversation going. Uh, I love you. I love you. I called you Mackenzie last week and you said that felt weird. I'm supposed to call you my love or... Or my dating detective. or No, because you, you're normally like, goodbye, my dating detective. And you were like, bye, Mackenzie. And I was like, are you mad at me? <laughs> <laughs> when my husband calls me Mackenzie, I'm like, my name is Baby. Are you mad at me? <laughs> bye, baby. Bye, girl. Bye. Bye.